Hello and welcome to Cowboys Takeover. What a show we have for you, ladies and gentlemen, today. It is officially rivalry, rivalry week, week. Who are we playing? I think we all know. The Dallas or Dallas Cowboys are playing the Philadelphia Eagles, where Mr. Aaron James and myself both, you know, we live in that area. So so we we get this rivalry. What what does this when you think of this week? What really encapsulate this this Dallas Eagles rivalry in your mind when you think of those things? Yeah, so local Philadelphia calls this week Dallas week. It's two weeks out of the year that that the city is ultra pumped at the rivalry. And I want to give everybody a little bit more flavor here as a local. So the Philadelphia Eagles, not only do they love to promote their team but they go out of their way this is a dealership in northern philadelphia an auto dealership they go out of their way to post dallas sucks <laughs> all over the place and jason i didn't tell you this but i went to a wwe smackdown event in philadelphia at wells fargo center before smackdown started a dallas sucks chant broke out <laughs> for a wwe event Hey, you're in Philadelphia, you know. You don't really expect anything less when you come here. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this this whole thing was new to me moving from West Coast to East Coast to East Coast. Um, but Jason, you you've grown up around here. Um, you know, w- what's your experience been like for the rivalry? Oh my god. Dude, it's terrible. Um it's it, <laughs> you really it's it's something that you really don't get like and i feel like outside of the northeast they aren't like there's passionate fans but i feel like just northeast fans are are wild and 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 philly you like there was times as a kid like you know 19 20 years old you know my dad's in the hospital so i'm going to visit him you know i have it's you're in football season you're going you know you wear your cowboys jersey and you get like 50 60 year old men just ripping you in a (laughs) hospital when you're going to go see your dad, like it's insane. Um, I learned real early, uh, you know, never, you know, something my dad taught me. He's an, you know, diehard Eagles fan. Uh, he was pretty, pretty pissed that I uh, was a Cowboys fan, but he taught me early on. Never, you know, you never go to the stadium in your Cowboys stuff. It's uh, I remember being, gosh, it could have been more than eight, nine, ten years old. Uh, we went to the game and my dad said, you can't. I had like this cool Dallas starter jacket back in the day. Mm-hmm. Had my Aikman shirt. Uh, he's like, you can't wear any of that. You're not allowed. And I just didn't get it. Um, but you know, but then you get there and you see the crowd and you see what happens. And then as you get older, you understand. Um, so this, yeah, this is a rivalry uh, like no, like no other. It's it, this brings out the passion uh, in in the Philadelphia fan base. Um, and you know, they don't even care if it's their own brother. It's it's. They're going to rip you to shreds if you're a Cowboys fan, no, yeah. no doubt. And so, and and I get it. You know, I wear my Cowboys gear in the local community, and every now and then, you know, you're going to get, um, you're going to get a couple comments. But also at the same time, if other Cowboys fans will come up to you and be like, "Hey, what's up, bro?" So you know, there, yeah. it, it, we, there's a there's a bond as well that keeps us together. And listening to a lot of the the listeners in the local radio they they were talking about how this rivalry started and why it's so prevalent and 
the consensus seems to be that it just kind of stems from the dominance of the 90s. Um, the Cowboys just basically through a majority of that decade running wild on the Eagles. Um, but the the radio host was trying to convince listeners that, hey, this shouldn't be a rivalry anymore because Cowboys have, quote unquote, been haven't been successful in so long. Um, so why are we even, you know, giving them the, the time of day? So, you know, it, it is what it is. Ultimately, right there, the, we're in the same division. And now we're in this era where we have for our, both our franchise quarterbacks. Yeah. I think it's only going to heat up from here. And it's kind of a new era, if you will, of, of the rivalry kind of, um, you know, I've, I've said it before. It's not a good play. Like it's going to be, and you're good, both good teams now. I think that's the yep. big thing. It's, it's been a lot of, um, a lot of time where one team was really good and another team was really down. Um, but this, it's always been a rivalry that's kind of shocked me when you look at the just geographics of the two. Um, you know, one being in Texas and another one in Philadelphia or in, in Pennsylvania. It's, you mm -hmm. know, and, and it's crazy because I think, you know, grow, growing up and always, you know, kind of really paying attention to sports, they always said the Eagles are more Giants and Dallas is more Washington are the bigger rivalry games. Um, but it never feels like I've. It feels like I've been to, to Giant Stadium. It was very relaxed with what you could wear. Like I didn't hear mm -hmm. anything going on, um, and, and the hatred for for Dallas just it just flows through the blood of of Philadelphians, <laughs> and uh, here in South Jersey, it just it flows through it. So it's um, it's a different experience. But it, it always shocked me. I always I didn't understand it. Like why. You know, you think you would hate the Giants more. They're much closer. It's a, it's it, the ge geographics are there, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's 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 wild. You can see old ladies cursing out kids. <laughs> it's, it is insane up here. Yeah. So let's, you know, plenty of top line. I'm sure we'll we'll head on it more during the post game. But you know, let's get into this week's post pregame breakdown. Like we've typically been doing, we're going to be talking about you know what the Eagles season has done and and how they've looked so far yeah they, they've they've looked really good um at times and then there's other times you know when you watch them play you know against some of this subpar competition um you know even even so being up here in in the philadelphia area you've you heard all the you know the comments they they were winning games but they weren't winning them convincingly they weren't dominating the way they thought they should. The defense didn't look like it did last year, you know, and then that game against the jets that they just seemingly gave away. Um, so, and then, so it was one of those things where a lot of people thought, Hey, this guy may be falling here. And then, you know, that next matchup against Miami and they dominate. Um, and then, you know, beating Washington, it, you know, in, in kind of a close game, one that could have uh, really, you know, went either way. Washington had a great chance um, mm -hmm. to, to win it, it you know, it, at times, and they just they couldn't pull through. So, you know, it, it's been up and down, but they're winning. You know, the only game they shouldn't they shouldn't have lost the Jets game. But really, outside of that, they've been they're winning in their seven and one. And A.J. Brown looks like he could be the best receiver in the league. He's definitely given Hill a run for the money. Um, 
you know, I think that just shows how important a receiver is in the development of a quarterback. Um, you know, he, I mentioned it to you before we started here. Um, you know, he is, he is for, uh, Jalen, what Amari was for Cooper and in a much greater sense, because the, the difference that he, he shows with AJ Brown, you could just see it in his last, if you look at those last seven games since Tampa Bay, um, 130 yards or more every game, just dire 127 or more, just dominance. Um, you know, six straight games with that, you know, as the record for most uh, consecutive games with 125 yards or more. Um, and then the defense gets sacks. You know, the defense still rushes the quarterback well. Um, the only knock on them uh, is their pass defense. Uh, but th they're in a lot of high-scoring games, so I feel like you expect that um, when you're a team that puts up a lot of points. Um, but they do get to the quarterback, so they've they've had a great season so far. You know, they're happy with what they're looking. They look like they have some MVP candidates. Um and people are still knocking the tush push. So they've had a solid season so far. <sighs> yeah. And, uh, you know, as a Cowboys fan rooting against them, it's been painful to watch just these, you know, one possession games. Some of these scores reflect, uh, you know, closer games than the actual score and, and some not. So, you know, they, they had a, a commanding lead over Minnesota. So they, they, they squeaked by new England. Um, Mac Jones couldn't, couldn't pull off a, uh, you know, two minute uh, drill and uh, with Minnesota kind of Kirk Cousins and that uh, Justin Jefferson had a fumble going into the, the end zone in that game. They, they, they're pretty convincing win over Tampa and their most impressive win was Miami. Um, you know, I was really hoping that Washington would be able to do something special. Now, Sam Howell did have, I think it was over 400 passing oh, yards. Oh, yeah. He, he, threw, he had himself a day against that defense. So I'm sure, you know, McCarthy and Schottenheimer are looking at the the film to see how they created space and, um, and uh, look to leverage some of that tape against the Eagles. And, but they still squeak away with a, a, a one possession game. But, you know, I guess, uh, commanders did score in some garbage time but uh you know this is kind of what at least i was you know expecting of the eagles you know we we both had them basically undefeated going into this game uh, yeah in in preseason but you know the fact that they have a new offensive coordinator new defensive coordinator you know they're they're getting these ugly wins but they're they're still you know pulling it off as really good teams are supposed to do and that's what they that's what they did last year and they stayed healthy all year last year and so far you know so far so good um so let's let's talk a little bit about their kind of top players um and more individual performances um for the team and i have that here on a on a different page one second yeah when, but you were when, talking about aj brown i mean we can, we can he's He's definitely, yeah, when you think of, of the Eagles, I think he's their most important player. Um, if you just look at the maturation of Jalen Hurts, the sense he's had, you know, AJ. He, AJ's the type of dude that you just, in Madden, you're like, let's just throw it up and hope he goes get it. That That's him. Um, and that's what he does, and he's tough to take down, you know, averaging over 15 yards a catch, um, second in the league in receptions, I believe, second in yardage. Uh, he's averaging 117 yards a game. You know, 
he just he's so dominant 80 83 targets 60 60 catches um you know so he's really helped help Jalen out a lot he's a guy that he knows you know he's a little he's definitely a bigger bodied receiver um you know you start with him and then a guy like Devonta who they thought was probably going to have to be their number one originally before they got out they have a great number two um so it's really helped Jalen out a lot I think AJ uh, when you're looking at, at at top Eagles, you know he he's he's head and shoulders, I think, for that team over anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, AJ's averaging 117 yards per game, which is which is like video game stats. Um, but then it's a it's a big drop off there. So Devonte Smith at 60 yards per game, Dallas Goddard at 45. So. Um, you know, we were talking in the green room, AJ Brown really needs to stay healthy for this team, um, throughout the season and into the playoffs because, you know, he's the difference maker, um, creates a lot of mismatches, um, regarding their rushing game, Deandre Swift, uh, surprising. I was a little bit surprised when I saw this figure, he's averaging 4.9 yards a carry. Um, well, he he did have a couple of those really big games too, where I think mm-hmm, there's a few good. of them he had like ten or eleven carries for like a buck thirty, like so. I know there were some games in there uh, that he just dominated. I think they skew his numbers some. So, but um, he's he's ultimately, in my opinion, filled in uh, Miles Sanders' role uh, very well. Um, in my opinion, I think he's living a little bit more uh, explosive, a little bit more dangerous. Um, and offers a little bit more in in the passing game um, than than Miles did, so that's why I actually picked him up in in fantasy. But um, you know, the only thing about Hertz this year, you know, I would say two things: he's not they're not running the RPO as much as they did last year, and uncharacteristically, he's already at eight interceptions on the season. I just think like I never thought he was the most accurate passer, you know. So I the eight interceptions don't shock me because when you look at him throw, I think that's always been his biggest issue um, is his arm. He doesn't have if you've watched any Eagles games at the end and he's trying to throw up hail marys. If you watched that Super Bowl <laughs> last year when he tried to throw up that hail mary, you know, dude's got noodle arm. Um, so so it doesn't shock me as much because he he definitely isn't a guy that and I get. The accuracy numbers are there, but I do think that's a product of having a guy in AJ Brown who is a huge difference maker. Um, but he, you know, he takes 19 sacks, he's not running as much, um, I think as he has in the past. Um, he feel he seems to be trying to to get the quarterback thing down more. Um, and I don't know if that's a you know, a new offensive coordinator thing or you know, whatever it is, but he does his the rushing yards aren't there, but he's still going to give you, you know, if you get. If they need a first down, I think last week was the first time they got stopped this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but if you need a first down or a touchdown, that's why, you know, I had to draft him at quarterback fantasy. You know, he's dude gets touchdowns. You get the one yard line, he's getting in. Um, and, and that's where you can go in top players. I think, you know, you just look at that offensive line. They have three all pro players, basically, um, you know, on that side. And I think when you really, when you jump to the other side, if you look at defense, they have one of the premier edge rushers and Hassan Reddick, who, I believe led the team led the league last year or was or was tops in there uh, with sacks. So they have a dude who, you know, first few games of the season couldn't really get it going because he had a cast on his hand. 
I mean, since that's come off, he's he's really dominated and has six and a half uh, sacks in the season. You know, then Josh Sweat has five and a half. So they definitely have some guys that can come off that edge as well. Yeah, and I haven't um, seen any news around if Jalen Carter is going to be able to go. Um, this game, he's been battling, I think, a hamstring, if I'm not mistaken. But, um, I mean, he he can be a, pose a big problem uh, for us um, lining up in the middle. I mean, he's he's had an impressive rookie season. Big definitely, time. Definitely living up to the top 10 first-round draft pick. Uh, one thing that I thought was um, a little surprising, they're, the defensive leading tackler is – Reed Blankenship, their safety, with 48 tackles, followed by Zach Cunningham, their linebacker, at 44. Uh, so that's not a good sign when your safety is leading the team in tackles. Well, I, when you look at their – with, I think with the way they put up points, I think that you see – we've seen it throughout the years in teams uh, with those Indianapolis teams – uh, those Peyton Manning teams. Nope, that's indeed Tom Brady teams. I mean, uh, when they were scoring a lot of points, that th- your safeties are going to have to get a lot of, because they're going to be throwing a lot against you. Uh, so I, I think that's more of a, you know, more of a play style because they put up points to, and that's you know attributed to their twenty sixth uh, ranked pass defense that uh, your safety's making a lot of these tackles. Um, but they're they were they used to be known to have them thumping linebackers and and. They don't really have that much anymore, um, but they're still a very dangerous team. They're, you mm-hmm. know, they're very good mm-hmm. defense. They got some really good, some guys that can take the ball away. Um, they may not have the interceptions this year, but they're definitely a team that you know can take away. Um, they do have two very good cornerbacks. Um, so you know, they're they're a top premier team. So I think it's they're like that San Fran. You know, you they have studs all over. When you're a team that's projected and coming off a Super Bowl projected to make it back um you're really going to have when you say top players there's going to be a lot of them there's going to be a lot of guys on the team that are really good yeah yeah i mean on on paper um you know eagles have a really competitive team i a lot of analysts say that they have they're better on paper uh than the cowboys but i think um i really like the players that we have um, now, I do think Eagles have the edge when it comes to the offensive line. Um, I think, you know, what Lane Johnson's been doing um, and, and Kelsey in the middle and, and um, is it Maylotta on the on their Maylotta, left side yeah. that, you know, they've been that's that's the one thing that's concerned concerns me going in this game because Micah hasn't really been able to do anything. Uh, Not against it, Lane either. Against this offensive line. Now, Micah did work on his craft. You know, so where he's another year matured, another year. I think I think he does look quicker than he did last year. So, you know, it's and he also lines up in different places. So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. But you know, if if Jalen is going to have, you know, four to five seconds plus um, just to sit back there, um, it, it's going to be it's going to be a long day. See, I don't think DQ does that. I, I know. Um... The, the thing against Jalen is he's a guy that when you get pressure on him, you know, and, and I'm sure I'm sure any quarter, every quarterback is it, but his is is much. He drops tremendously, so I do think 
um, you know, the, and you saw that's what the Jets did. The Jets and the Jets have a great defense too. So they were able to get there and not really have to send extra guys. Um, so I think that's the thing, Dallas. I think we're going to, you know, to, if they're going to want to win this game, it's, it's going to have to be done in those trenches. You're going to need tank and those guys to really, uh, step up and, and, uh, put together a good performance without having to send extras, I think. Yeah, it's so to to talk a little bit about just the, the brief comparison of the teams. Now it, it's a little bit skewed because the Cowboys are, um, you know, have a, a buy in these uh, notes, so one one game less played. But uh, Eagles are seventh in the NFL in passing. You know, Cowboys are twenty first. Uh, rushing Eagles are ranked sixth. Uh, Cowboys are eighteenth. Total touchdowns, Eagles are fourth, Cowboys are 12th. Um, now there's only a five-touchdown difference with the Eagles at 24. Uh, defensive rushing yards allowed. Um, I, I changed this metric just because the the amount number of games is different. So uh, Eagles are allowing 3.8 yards per carry, which is eighth in the NFL. Cowboys are allowing 4.1 yards per carry, tied for 16th. And then lastly, defensive passing yards. Um, this is where our opportunity is. Eagles are 27th in the league, allowing almost 2,000 passing yards, whereas the Cowboys are second in the NFL with only allowing 1,250. So that is, that's going to be, I think, the stat that, that proves who the victor is. If we are allowed to keep Jalen Hurts under, I would say, I'd say the magic number is probably 250 in the air. Uh, if we're able to keep him under that, obviously keep AJ Brown under 100 yards, which we've been doing all season long with with wide receivers. We talked about it last. We should have a lot of confidence with what we've seen against Nakua and Cup. Agreed. Um, the the two very difficult guys to to cover. Um, but at the same time, you know, our D line was did do their job and was pretty successful in getting to the quarterback against that game. And that's going to be our, our challenge here. Um, Agreed. Uh, so, but, at, and so that's the defensive side. And then on the offensive side, you know, Dak's going to have to, Dak's going to have to, uh, you know, do what Sam Hell did basically. And there's, he has no excuses really. If Sam Hell can do it with, with McLaren and arguably, you know, a lesser talented. It's definitely. I, I would think definitely. Yeah. Agreed. That should definitely, that's going to be the key. I think, you know, I know we're going to look at that later, but I think the big thing's going to have to be Dak uh, this week because Eagles are um, in, in yards per game. They're the, the number one rush defense in the league. Um, Cause they, they only give up 68 rushing yards. I'm sorry, 65 rushing yards a game. And that's 11 yards better than the next best team. Um, you know, so you, it, it really makes sense why their pass defense is so bad. Uh, it really kind of reminds me of those, you know, uh, those early Minnesota, early 2000 Minnesota teams that had the great pass defense, or I'm sorry, the great rush defense and the pass defense was just terrible. Um, so I don't think you're going to have to, yeah, this week, I, I, you're going to have to need Dak to, to, to exploit um, that weakness. And, and try to make plays and you're like you said if Sam Howell can put it up CD needs CD should have another another big game um you know but 
those offensive stats make me a little nervous. Um, and I'm still shocked that Jalen Hurts is still – he's throwing for 250 yards a game, which he just doesn't feel like it. It, it doesn't feel <laughs> like it, but he, but he is. And mm-hmm. it, it's insane. But it, I think that just goes to show and, and to speak to the, the talent that A.J. Brown is. He's just – He's a, he's a phenomenal receiver and he's going to help any offense. It's it's crazy. And then they get another kid from Tennessee, get to trade another Kevin Byard, uh, you know, who is a former All Pro safety for mm-hmm. a bag of beans. They just like get to take everything from. T- I'm shocked they didn't get Derrick Henry, um, you know. But I think it's going to be a very good game. I think the stats are very close. It's you know, there's a lot of talk in between uh, Ceedee Lamb. And and AJ Brown, you know, there was a lot of comparison, I guess, comparison to them in the offseason. And AJ That's Brown right. did a lot of talking. Um, you know, and this is an opportunity. Um, just looking at things like that for I'm sure C D Lamb, you know, these players always look for any little edge. I'm sure CD's thinking, yo, okay, this dude said I'm a slot guy and he's better than me. You know, and AJ Brown, I'm sure is thinking, I'm yeah, I'm gonna go shut everybody up. Anybody that ever had a comparison, I'm ending it today. Um but yeah, so when when you look at it next too, when you go through everything, what you know, what is if you're looking at the Cowboys, I think what are your keys to victory for the Cowboys? What what do they need to do to pull this out? Yeah, so I think if you just focus in on AJ Brown, um, you know, double team him, bump him on the line. I'm not really concerned as to who who guards him, you know, whether it be Bland or Gilmore. When it was against, when we were up against the Rams, I was really big on. I really want Bland on cup the whole game, uh, but in this particular instance, um, I don't. I'm fine with either because I really like just the 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 experience that Gilmore adds and the way he studies uh, you know, route uh, wide receivers and how they run their routes. I just feel like it, it'll be a a good combination. Um, so. Take care if you take care of Gilmore. Um, I'm sorry if you take care of AJ Brown. I say we win if he stays under 70 yards for the game. Um, but I do think that the Eagles coming into this game, their strategy is going to be to run, run the ball and win time of possession. So I I suspect, and I'd be surprised otherwise. I suspect them to come in and have the most rushing attempts that they've had so far this year i could definitely see that because dallas is is still one of the lesser um rush defenses um and and i just think the dynamic that that hurts gives um we saw it against arizona when dobbs uh you know early in the game kept one for a 50 yarder um I don't think Hertz does that because I think the Cowboys and those ends will be with him uh, more thinking of him pulling and running. So stopping that, but I think that'll open up a lot of those holes for a guy like Swift to have a big game. So mm-hmm. that could be something, you know, maybe, you know, I think early on, cause I think that's the key as well. Like you said, um, if you're running against Dallas, Dallas is a team that wants to play from ahead. They want to get to the quarterback. Um, so the, the issues we've had are, you know, we can't get to the quarterback and uh, they're able to run on us because, you know, we're behind. So we can't just pin our ears back. So I, I think that's going to be definitely the game plan. And and they have a team that can do it. You know, they're mm-hmm. um, they're they're really good. But I do think as well, 
you got to focus. If they hold AJ Brown under 70 yards, I 100% agree with you. They that to me this that's almost to me a Dallas blowout if you're holding AJ Brown that low. Yeah. Now they're you know if the Eagles want to go look at the tape against the 49ers that we, that game, they're gonna say, okay, McCaffrey, what he only got what 60 rushing yards. Yeah, he's had pretty game. low. So if they're if they feel they're not gonna be if they don't feel as confident that they're going to be able to move the ball on the, on the ground and they know, you know, we got top corners on AJ Brown. Also, I mentioned earlier, Hertz has eight interceptions. When you see Bland out there, someone who's leading the league and pick sixes, you're going to, you know, you're going to be careful, but you want to be careful with the football. So I, and I, we should also mention, you know, Dallas Goddard, you know, if they try to, you know, make him part of that offense, the way Niners did with Kittle, um, that could pose a challenge in the first half where we I really like what we've been doing in, in second half adjustments and what DQ is doing. Um, so, you know, I, if they're going to try to come up with something a little bit more unique than what they've shown earlier in the season, the first half is going to be their opportunity uh, to, to try to catch off, off balance. You know, Goddard, Goddard, I think, is one way they can do that. Uh, but yeah, so because you know we i did say they they're, they gotta run the ball but again we we've we've helped pretty much everybody except with the exception of arizona um with a couple uh big big running plays actually and also a throwing play uh we we've pretty much um contained you know offenses pretty well yeah so i think you know those are definitely the keys on defense i think on offense um dak's got to limit the turnovers I, I, I have to see, to me, I think to win this game, um, Dallas has to play a turnover-free game. You know, these teams know each other too well. Um, you know, and playing against that defense, you, you're going to have opportunities to make plays. So you can't you can't turn the ball over, and you have to capitalize on the plays that need to be made. Because in, in games, in most games, it's three or four plays you know, mispass here, mispass there, that is the game. So I think this week Dak has to be, you know, he has to look just as good as he did last week, um, mm-hmm. if not better. Um, so to me, it's, it's on the offensive side, no turnovers, and Dak has to, you know, Dak has to perform. Yeah, I, I went back to rewatch our October matchup from last year where, where Cooper Rush played, but uh, it was the game that Jalen Hurts played, so I wanted to see how the they ran their offense. And, um, you know, they, they were up um, – I think it was 20 to three at the half of that game. And a lot of that was due to three and outs uh, by the Cowboys early on. They they did come back in the fourth quarter, cut it down to 17, 20 again, second half only held them to six points. Um, but so I think with our offense, you know, I want to see more continued creativity and, you know, it kind of clicked for me earlier today, as a matter of fact, that as far as our offense and our identity, we're a passing sideline to sideline speed based offense. Yeah, that that's, you know, if you look at our key players and land cooks, Pollard, speedy guys, route runners, you know, crossing routes, you know, that's just that's just the makeup of our, our offense and the players that we have. Um, and we should feel confident saying what we had the the success we had with the chargers and the rams and back-to-back games that 
that's going to carry over into this game. You know, historically, Dak has been, um, you know, pretty dominant when it comes to playing the Eagles. I believe it's eight he and has. three. Um, so that that has to show, and um, you know, it's going to be an exciting game. So I say, as long as we are moving the ball, getting first downs, we can't. You know, the three and outs are only going to feed the uh, the home team and the crowd. And if you give the Eagles short field or, you know, that if they have time of possession because they're running the ball and moving it, you know, it's going to be it's going to be hard to come out with a win. Yeah, I agree. I just I really think Dak needs to they need to so they need to, to lock down on that identity that they've really feel like the last two weeks they've created. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, this is this is a moment for Dak. This is, I think, um, I don't want to say career. But this is a big moment for him uh, because I think a lot of the Cowboys fans um, and a lot of people don't don't believe in him, you know, don't believe he can be a guy. Um, and after the schlacking he took against San Fran, and I know they've, you know, they've lost three in a row since. I just wanted to throw that in there. Um, <laughs> you know, but you don't know. And, and he's lost three in a row to them. It feels like a lot of these big games, you know, when he when he's a. When they're a good team, the big games, I feel like sometimes he just doesn't show up. You know, so if he shows up big this week, you know, that could just build the confidence. This is this is a big game. You know, you don't want to get blown out if and you want Dak, you want Dak to have a good game and be confident. Cuz if Dak can lead you to victory, that can change a lot of people's minds. You know, th- th- this is a game for both of the teams. Mm-hmm. You know, with San Fran losing 3 in a row now, um there's no room for error for them. Um, but this is a this is a game, you know. If you're Eagles, you you go into this game saying, "Hey, we're we're game up right now on on Dallas, but we can we can get them to three losses and we can go to eight and one, you know." And in Dallas, on the other side, they could be like, "Listen, we lost, you know, we lost the crap game to Arizona. We got schlacked by San Fran. Mm-hmm. They, you know, we're changing the story today. We're changing the look of this season and putting ourselves." Uh, in control for that number one seed. You know, I know it's only week nine, um, you know, but it's a huge game and it, it's, a, it's a really big week this week for, for both teams. Um, you know, this game has huge implications um, on seeding going forward with the way San Fran really gave up, you know, three games in a row. This, this game has huge, huge implications. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad you pointed that out, but even with that being said, I think the pressure is on the Eagles more so than the Cowboys because a we play them again, so we can we can make up this game with our home game, which we've been dominating at home. But the Eagles are just coming into the tough part of their schedule, so if they go in with two losses to play the Chiefs, the Bills, the Niners, us again, and Seahawks. With two losses going into that stretch, you know, if they if they even win, let's say three of those five, they're they're sitting at four losses. I get I get that point, but also I think for us, when you look down, we do get the Eagles again at mm-hmm. home. But then in the next two weeks, we have to go to Buffalo in December. 
I don't know how Dak plays in Buffalo in December. I don't I don't really remember ever seeing him in cold weather. I don't think it's good. I'm not sold on Josh Allen. Um, yeah, but it's still Buffalo in December and Dallas. They play in Dallas. Well, de- defense travels. That's kind of yeah, you know. And then and then we get Miami, you know, so so we do have I think, you know, I think a lot, I've heard a lot of it, you know, especially national and a lot of Dallas people say Eagles do have a tough schedule coming up, which they definitely do. But I think Dallas, Dallas is, this is big because you still, like you said, we still have to play Philly later. So even if we, we could potentially, cause I always pick one and one. I just typically that's most your good teams. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but they do play Buffalo. They play Miami again. We have to play Seattle still. You know, so we have, you know, after Philly, we do get the Giants and Carolina, which are both winnable games. Um, you know, but then Dallas does his, we yeah. do it at tor- tor- and then Detroit after Miami and Detroit looks, you know, really good. Um, you know, so, yeah. so we do have a tough, you know, six game schedule right before we get to end with Washington. So that's why I do mm-hmm. think this game, I think but, it's more important for Dallas. But four of those six games for us are at home. And like I said, you know, we've been, we've been, you know, 11 game home winning streak. So, yeah, I, okay. You know, so I I think, yeah. So, Hey, look, if we win, awesome. I'm going to be pumped. Uh, Ultimately I want a competitive game. We can't have what happened against the Niners happen again. That's the absolute worst scenario. I think this is a, I feel like we've said this too much. <laughs> I, I for I think for Dak, and I think if Dallas wants to be taken seriously as a contender, this is a must-win game. I you can't if you're Dallas and you want to be taken seriously after you've lost to Arizona, who you shouldn't have lost to, and then got schlacked by San Fran. If you want to be taken seriously as a as a Super Bowl contender, you can't come out and lay an egg against the Eagles. I think you have to win. Even if it's a close win, you know, you want to win convinced. But if, if it's a close win, I think for Dallas, because you come out and win this game, I think you're instantly talked about as the top, you know, you're you're now pro- you're in a top five power ranking situation. If okay. you're if you lose, you're just that's why I think it's the, that the the pressure is much more on Dallas because you're going to be looked at as frauds um, by pretty much everyone uh, if you go in and lose this game. I, if we if we get blown out like with what happened with against the Niners, that's that's the only that's the only scenario where I'm saying we're a fraudulent team, and you know I'm gonna have to wait till Christmas to even be serious again, you know about where where we are going into January. But so how big is that, that loss though? So it, it has to be like a th- you think it to you it has to be so you a think 20 point twenty point plus loss. So you're thinking for 17 is not you're not see to me if you get if you get beat by two touchdowns I don't even care I understand you're in Philly if mm-hmm. you're if you to me if you're Dallas and you're a quality team you can't lose by anything less than seven okay well, anything it, to me anything less than that you're just you're and, and I don't I don't want to see like it blown out and then you just make a fourth quarter comeback because they gave up. You have to, you know, I want to see you in this game. I want to watch how you played. Because when mm-hmm. I watched you against San Fran, you did not look good at all. So I want to, you, if you, I want to see if you're a real team. And this is your second test. 
you can't fail this test. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, the thing with the Niners, a lot of three and outs, uh, a only a couple, only a couple of possessions in the first half. So against a dominant defense like that, you know, you're just going to get smashed against the Eagles defense. You can pass on them. So you should be able to come back and move the ball. Um, and, you know, that's one of the, the things with Dak. You know, he, he plays really well when the team has have, has a lead. And when the team is struggling and we put the ball in his hands, you know, that that's that's when it's a little bit more challenging for us to overcome. Uh, so that's why, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen. But if it does happen, um, if the blowout does happen, I will be, depending on how it happens, 20 plus points, I'll be devastated. Now, with that being said, what I hope happens is that there's zero turnovers on both ends and we just see who comes out on top. Prediction because, time. Because, because so, right. Oh, um, yeah, it was well. So what I hope happens is that no, neither team has a, a turnover. So that way we know what the final score is. It's like, bam. Okay. There, there it is. That was, you know, offense against defense at its best. So now that, or what? How, how? What are you prediction time? What are you picking? Who wins? Who has? Who's kind of the reason in and the reason they won? Who's your standouts in this in this victorious for either side? So to catch up a little bit on our Madden simulation, it's been I think uh, an episode or two since I ran Madden. Uh, Madden says thirty-one to twenty-six Cowboys win, but AJ wow. Brown. AJ Brown has 136 yards. Yeah, if he has 136 yards, it's going to be a tough day. Uh, well, but his long was 73. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I get but, it. Uh, for me, and I, I said we were going to win in Philly. You know, in during the off season, um, in my schedule prediction. So I have Cowboys winning. I'm sticking with the Cowboys, 27 to 23. Okay, I can dig it. Listen, I if I, I hope so. Um, I, I do. To me, this is a big game for Dak. Um, as I've said, I think you just can't keep losing the, the big games. And and these this Eagles team is a good team. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to, you know, after after what happened and how bad you looked against San Fran, you can't have that happen again. Um, which I don't think he will. I don't think Dak has a super bad game. I think Dak is able to pass, um, but I just think the Eagles are a better team. I really do. Um, I think they're a more complete team. I think Dallas is missing a piece here. Um, their offensive line just isn't what it was. Um, in terms of just pure quarterback, Dak's better, but I do think A.J. Brown is is a little bit more of a difference maker than a C.D. Lamb. Um you know, they both get to the quarterback. Both have really good corners. I just think the Eagles come out victorious here. I think it's a close game. I think I think it's kind of like you said. I'm thinking 20, uh, 27, uh, 24, Philly. I think they win it at the end of the field goal. Um, I think Dak has an opportunity at the end, but doesn't. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't knock him out. He doesn't give him that knockout blow. And I'm I'm okay. feeling I'm feeling there's going to be a fourth down that Dallas doesn't convert, and I'm going to be very upset with McCarthy. So what? How are you going to feel um, if it's if Eagles win 
27-26 because Aubrey missed his first field goal of the season. It was a 42-yard field goal to win. I'm be hot at Aubrey, but I, I'd be I'd be like oh, like to me I I want to see you need to be competitive. Like I, I don't yeah. want to say I'm okay with a loss, but you can't have what San Fran happened. Um, you can't come into another big game. And uh, even if it is a close game, I, I need Dak. I need this. I need to see from Dak. You know, this is a game okay. where I want you to show up. If Dak shows up and has a good game and we lose like that, I'm confident going forward with him. And I'm confident, you know, in that tough stretch down the season, you know, that will take some victories there and not just have him look bad for each of them. Okay. Now for me, I, I know I'm confident in Dak's abilities. It's really going to come down to what McCarthy has drawn up for him. Um, and I, I'd like to see him have the options and some flexibility at the line. Um, but what I've heard over and over in press conferences, I've heard Dak say this multiple times, we got the look we were expecting. So, you know, they... Preparation. Preparation, man. I think... I, I don't want to. I don't want to see points left on the board. I don't want to see that this week. Like if Aubrey hits a fifty-four yarder, let him kick the forty-seven yarder later. I get it worked last week. There's going to come times where that doesn't work, and you're going to cost yourself some points. I think we saw it in the Arizona game. Could have been much different. Um, we saw, you know, San Diego. We were able to get out of it. Um, you know, but a game, a game like an Eagles team, you can't. Um, you know, I know it, it feels good if you go and get get it, but that can also against a team like the Eagles, it can really backfire. Um, so I want to see McCarthy's call a, a smooth game. You know, take the points when they're there, because at the end of the day, against a team like the Eagles, you're going to need them. We're definitely going to have a conversation on situational play calling because the Eagles went for it. I believe it was on three or four, at least three times on fourth down when they played us last October. Uh, you know, Sirianni's pretty aggressive McCarthy's been aggressive even going for it on our own uh side of the the field so you know there's going to be I think a little bit of everything so a lot to look forward to yeah I think it's going to be it's going to be a fun game either way I you know I think it's I think it's either going to be it's going to be like a three-point game or it's (laughs) going to be a 40-point game you know it's it's never in between with these two teams but I agree with you I think there's going I think there's gonna be a lot of fourth downs going for in this game yeah, I would just say, by the way these coaches go. Would you say over or under three? I would say over. I think yeah, and I would I, I would even uh you know do a boost and alter that to like uh five because I could see the you oh. know Eagles do it. There's there's been drives you've seen the Eagles go for multiple fourth downs, fourth downs and on the goal line. They're mm-hmm. a team that is very, very aggressive. Um, you know, so that if a three to me. I'm taking you over because I think it's going to be an aggressive game. I think both are going to play to the other side because each know how aggressive the other guy is. I think that's going to like amp it up even more. Did did you see the Eagles? They got they had zero penalties against the Dolphins. I did not. Was it that serious? And there was and there was like some trending pictures of like obvious holding uh, by the O line. That's the other thing too. The Phillies play a pretty clean game from a penalty perspective. Um, and you know, if if we give them an extra, you know, extend allow them to extend drives. They're though they're a team that makes you pay. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I I think, you know, this is why this is a big this is a huge game. I really to me it's 
it may not be season deciding because you know any, you could they can go on a nice seven game run later and sweep through that tough schedule that we talked about and yeah. we'll both be it but i do think in the terms of you know the fan base the media everybody believing in you um and even i think for for mccarthy's faith in his you know going forward and uh for dak i think it's a you gotta have a big game here i think it changes the season if you win this game I think they're front runners for. I think they're NFC. This game is a game that could propel you to the NFC Championship. At some point, pressure. I think. I. Th- but I believe. I believe that. I truly believe that. That. Like. I wouldn't just throw it out there. I truly believe it's. It's a huge game for Dallas Eagles. I think can lose this game and be okay and still go and and make the run. I think for Dallas, mm-hmm. if they lose this game, I think their confidence um, gets shot and they just. Yeah. You're not going to believe in them. If you're right, if we win, we're talking about our seating almost the rest of the way out, right? We you control your on, own faith from on the, on the, hold for on. the rest of the season. Exactly. Hold on to that seed. Um, and if we go in with this team, how we've been playing at home, if we go into the playoffs with number one seed um, and you're the, uh, the divisional round is against a four seed or five seed plus, Mm. Dude, it's I, NFC that's, championship game. Right I there. truly, I really, I, I believe in. I, I, so I want, I want to see Dak play. That's why you know, right. I, I really, I know I'm predicting. I, I, I don't, I just don't see it. Um, you know, but if hey, I'm, I hundred percent hope I'm wrong and Dak goes and balls out. You know, really hope it. Uh, but you know, that's that that's Cowboys takeover podcast this week. Um, kind of would both stay true to our projections for the season. Mr. Aaron James taking taking the Cowboys to win uh, in a close one, and and myself uh, taking taking the Eagles to win in, in a very close one. Um, I do think it's all about performance this week. I think, like Aaron said, uh, you want to see a healthy game. You don't want to see a game like you had with San Fran, where you had some injuries, um, and, and you want to you want to see how Dak plays. You want to see if 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 he can go out and do it against these good teams. Um, so please, you know, let's. I cannot wait till four twenty five on Sunday. It's probably going to be America's game of the week. You know everybody's going to be watching. Um, it's always it's always a great game. Um, it's always fun in my household, fighting back and forth with my dad, um, going back and forth. Even when he had Romo as our fantasy quarterback, he loved it. Um, please go go give us a like and a follow on our social media pages, uh, Cowboys Takeover Podcast, at, on Twitter, on Facebook, on Insta, and also on YouTube. Go, go give a subscribe, give a like. Um, you know, we do live stream all of these on on both platforms. Um, so go, you know, watch us either way. Share us with your friends. You know, be a friend, tell a friend. Um, leave us some likes and comments, you know, good, bad, indifferent. Just let us know how you guys are feeling. Uh, we definitely enjoy to interact during these live shows as well. So, you know, come in, drop a comment, you know, interact. We, you know, we'll definitely respond back. And, and we really appreciate all you guys for listening. Um Keep, keep following, keep us posted. And we're also, as you all know, or if you don't, on Spotify um, and all, you know, anywhere you can listen to your sports podcasting network stuff. Um, so for Mr. Aaron James, I'm Jason Kent. Really appreciate you guys. Um, it's tough to say because I feel like a hypocrite now, but let's go, Cowboys. Let's pull out a big dub this week. Let's get it done. We win this week. It, I think it's a season changer. And I think a lot of people, a lot of people believe it. Dallas comes out and wins this week. You get. You're, you're, you're in prime position for that number one seed, and you control your own faith. That's a good feeling. 
So again, for Mr. Aaron James and I'm Jason Kent, enjoy your weekend. Can't wait for Sunday.